What's going on, everyone? And welcome to another episode of Talking in Bits, where we walk you through Bitcoin bit by bit so we can provide you with the information you need to possibly get rich. We want to welcome you back for episode 15. I'm half the team here, Jose. Ben here. What's going on, bro? Another good week, man. Another uh, good it, week. Things are fantastic in the Bitcoin land. There's always new news. Yeah. Um, Very we, exciting. We finally got over 60K. Yeah. Um, we were just saying before we got this cut, actually, where um, it's weird because, you know, we just go back to business if this thing collapses. Yeah. So every day the price going up is kind of toxic because you stay on your phone all day. But it doesn't really matter. It's just more of a, of a verification that you've been making the good decision. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's one thing to say that Bitcoin's going to do this and Bitcoin's going to do that and we're going to go to the next level and all that. But if the market doesn't think so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to be by yourself. Yeah, there's just so much news every day, every week. Yeah. You know, Teletubbies got in tweeting Bitcoin stuff. That's very strange. Chipotle is doing giveaways. Like, it's, again, mass adoption uh, in the retail space and then the corporate space where, like, yeah. people are, you know, doing more and more with Bitcoin. Venmo is going to bring on Bitcoin. Cash App already has Bitcoin. Like, it's just going to be yeah. in all of our, you know, quote-unquote payment portals. Um, so You use Venmo a lot. Do you think Venmo is the Cash App competitor? Uh, yeah. Because I, I mean, put a lot of crap on PayPal, but I only use their main app. The, the cool thing with Venmo is that, again, so, like, I can send you money, yep. and I can be like, you know, here's 20 bucks, sorry about your uh, constipation, or, like, yeah. I, can, I can write <laughs> something ridiculous, yeah. and uh, other people see it. So yeah. it's almost like the social... Yeah. money network and you can make it private if you want to right? of course somebody to somebody yeah, told me yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah. see yeah. I'm, I'm so there's dude. no harm in that right yeah. so i do a lot of the stuff which is private like there's no need for yeah yeah that's knowing. the weird part to me sometimes i don't want to see what other people are up to like yeah. sometimes people don't know they should be private <laughs> yeah the, the only time honestly I, that i see it is when i log in to send someone money or i'm cashing out gotcha like, so, the, so i don't the, know if people spend time on that like scrolling through stuff i don't know yeah, I don't know. I I, I've just seen some weird stuff in a yeah. little bit that I've used it. But I guess the, the original question, mm. do you think that's their Cash App competitor? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Is it a valid, a valid one? Who out, outside of Cash App and Venmo, what are people using to transact? No I one's, don't know. No one's saying, hey, give me your PayPal email. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe back in 2010. Me, yeah, you're right. right. <laughs> I just said an invoice for it. And it's, it's I mean, possible. It, it, yeah, invoices are one thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But the quick on the fly, like, hey, we're going out for drinks. Yeah, cash out. I'm going to take the bill, okay. right? Because I want points. Yeah. And you can, you know, you, you, me, and you have strike, but yeah. not everybody's going to have strike. Right, right. So cash app or Venmo, really? Or cash? Yeah, I don't have Venmo. So you guys asked exactly. that on that. <laughs> so it's cash app. It's cash app for sure. Yeah. It's just make, they make it fun or they make it easier. Yeah. Um, we can do the, but I, I didn't know before you said it that Venmo was adding cryptocurrency. Or yeah, they're adding Bitcoin. Um, yeah, which it, is inevitable. And, and I don't want to keep saying cryptocurrency because I, in this podcast, and I'm sure you would agree, are highly yeah. focused on Bitcoin. Absolutely. Um, and, and I want to, I didn't know they were adding that. That's pretty cool. But I, you know, we've talked about it before. Yeah. Snail's pace. Like they're kind of yeah, like slowly yeah, yeah. trying to yeah. do some stuff. Yeah, I don't know why it takes so long. Because they're not, because they're not cool. Yeah. And that sucks. I don't yeah. know what to say. You can hire somebody new and they can start hiring people. But, you know, I've done, I've done a little bit of coding in the background, uh, like before. And there is something to be said about the culture of your coder. Like yeah. if they're cool coders, that does come out. And it's like they're artists. Absolutely. So they code cool stuff. Yeah. On the contrary. <laughs> yeah, if you got a bunch of lames or a bunch of 50-year-old coders. They're pulling out lame stuff. And then I'm yeah. assuming that the person who approves that that code is yeah, probably a lamey. Right? So then you get these like, hey, let's copy them, but we're not cool enough to do it like them. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the problem I see with them. Yeah, but good that, point. Yeah, that's neither near, the, near here nor there. Um, I got Bitcoin mining difficulty on the top of the list. I don't know yeah. if that's the order you want to go in. Um, 
But I want to talk a little bit about the the uh, the mining difficulty, mm-hmm. and I think that's because um, that's what levels the playing field for for Bitcoin. That's what mm-hmm. keeps it. I think it was Gigi who, in the article Bitcoin and Time, said that um, Bitcoin's heart beats every ten minutes. Yep. Every ten minutes, blocks created. Yep. So it, it's the heartbeat of the system, and the difficulty makes it so we make sure it's ten minutes. Because the the example that Gigi was given in that article was, was like, let's give this uh, fiat example, right? Where it's like, you're on the other side of the world. We mm-hmm. have the same account. I'm in the USA, New York. You're in Europe. We only have, let's say, 100 bucks in the account. You decide to go get breakfast. You swipe your card before I get to swipe it. But it's time zone thing. Mm. The bank now gets to decide who goes through and who doesn't go through. Mm. Bitcoin uses that, uh, what they're calling block time. Mm-hmm. To basically make it universal, so everybody's on the same exact time frame, gotcha. and, and I think that's where the adjustment comes in. Because what the adjustment is built to do is, is if we're mining blocks faster than ten minutes, it makes the difficulty harder. Um, so the miners have to work harder to get to ten minutes, and the opposite. Mm-hmm. If they if they're taking fifteen minutes to mine a block, then it gets easier. And I think that's the brilliance in Satoshi's original concept of what the miners were supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I have that here on the top of the list is because it stuck out to me because the art, the headline was the difficulty adjusts to record high as new miners come online. Yep. So I'm assuming that more competition, as we talked about before, mm-hmm. and it's just proof that this thing is mathematically intact because you would think more miners come on, this thing's about to go haywire. Mm-hmm. And Bitcoin just knows how to beat every 10 minutes. Without yeah. nobody telling it that it has to be every ten minutes, I thought that was super cool. Yeah, uh, just the mining space in general is. I agree. There's a lot going on. Uh, there's a, an American company. I forget how much Bitcoin they just cleared. I think for the quarter, but Hello. I mean they're just creating Bitcoin and they're yep. going to keep it on their balance sheet. And they're doing it smart. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm getting more and more interested in that mining stuff. I still think the entry to barriers too much too much for me. Yeah. Um, but I, I I do think that it's. It's an area of Bitcoin that I should explore if I want to understand it all. Yeah. Right? Like I've gotten into nodes, yep. I've gotten into lightning, I've kind of done all that. This is now something that I need to see firsthand yeah. to then be able to come here mm-hmm. and be able to and talk, talk about, about this yeah. stuff. But also to feel better about my investment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, like when you see it work, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Like that on the fly, the adjustment happens. And that's why I'm looking at Compass Mining. Yeah, which yeah. is what I was telling you about. How, so, how's that research gone? So, from what I'm seeing, you buy a rig through them. Yep. I think they import it from China, um, like the Ant Miner Pros, wherever they can get it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a they're like industrial grade Bitcoin mining machines. They gotcha. only mine Bitcoin. Gotcha. Um, so you order that, and then you can send it to one of their facilities. So I think they have like Colorado and yeah. a few other states, a few other locations. I think some in Canada, and you can see their kilowatt rate hour. Yeah. So if we're in Massachusetts, and our kilowatt rate hour for electric is anywhere between like seventeen to twenty-one cents. Okay. Um, that's it's going to cost that per kilowatt hour to power and mine Bitcoin. So you know when you're when you're mining. You basically have a computer that's on all day, and it's just working on the block all day. So it's using all of its power. So uh, it's more profitable in a place like Colorado or Canada, who has a 0.06 kilowatt rate hour, right? Okay. So all of a sudden, you've you know more than cut down your electricity costs in half. Yeah. And yeah. So what Compass Mining, from what I'm understanding, you buy a rig through them, they send it to their facility, they maintain it for you, you pay them a fee, and then they pay you in Bitcoin directly to a wallet every month and you can log gotcha. into your account at any time and see how much bitcoin you've accumulated for you know all time for yep. the day for the week 
Um, and then, you know, if anything, if components fail uh, or if the unit dies, it's obviously on you. Um, but from my understanding, like they'll just send you an invoice to repair it or whatever, or they'll yeah. say, hey, we should probably just sell this off like yeah, for yeah. parts or whatever. So the consult um, you through it basically. To me, it's a passive way to invest, right? So if we're looking at a $9,000 rig, yeah. the profits right now are like $630 a month. Okay. Your electric bill is about 150 bucks. So you're clearing 450 ish um, passively, yeah. bro. You're not doing anything. You're getting that 450 yeah, yeah, yeah. while you're at work. But while, the, while you're the, sleeping. but the big entry, like in the listeners, you let know is the but, entry to bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so you gotta have some the, Yeah, these miners, the ones that I'm seeing are in the nine thousand dollar range. Okay, um, gotcha. Which is still not a bad offer. Is there still when, not? You know? When you do the numbers, it's like an eighty percent cash on cash return. Okay. So in the first year, that. you're gonna make eighty percent of your money back. Gotcha. And then a year from now, when Bitcoin doubles and triples, you're probably gonna. <laughs> double your money well that's the real bet in mining you know, absolutely. Right? like you, you're gonna separate yourself eventually from the cost of your electricity to what you're getting back because in yeah. the beginning that window may be very tight yeah um because you're just breaking even or you know mm -hmm. a little bit underneath for for say but as the price of bitcoin goes up and you continue to hodl it mm -hmm. then you start to separate yourself from what you're paying month to month or whatever I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get interested again i'm starting to come around more because i want to know that side of things um i have a different view on it i do see the luxury in what you're saying and having them take care of it yeah. Um, I hate having to trust them with it. Yeah. Um, but I can see, and we've talked about this off, uh, off the mics or whatever, where it's like, if you don't have the space for it, yeah. they're also tossing that hurdle for you yeah. and clearing it for you. You don't have the space. Uh, those things are also loud. Yeah. Um, depending on how many you have, you have to then dissipate the heat. Right. Um, right. If you know, you're running too many, it might not be able to work in a residential zone. Right. So like the units that I think that I'm looking at, that I think it's the S19, Oh, I know in general, sometimes rigs have basically like 240 volt. So they're not going to yeah. plug into this wall. No, no, they're going to need It's going to have like a dryer washer hookup. Yeah. Where it's right. like one of those things. So they just have commercial facilities that are just designed for that. Yeah. So um, it's similar to like, um, you know, like uh, paying a property manager or, or being the landlord yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're paying a, a crypto property manager to manage our property. Right. Yeah. And pay us our passive income. I'm terrible with trust, dude. <laughs> Yeah, no. It's, I just there's, it's, there's way too much passive information there. Whereas, like, I have to trust them with the device. I have to trust that they're being honest with the kilowatts. I have mm -hmm. to trust that they're being honest with the numbers. Yeah. And I have to trust that they're being honest with the Bitcoin that I'm getting. Yeah. And this is I don't know nothing about compass mining, so this yeah, is nothing. Yeah. But in general, like, I just keep this is the problem I have with BlockFi. This is a problem I have with these services. Like, this is not one of those things you replace. Yeah. This is one of those things that if you lose it or if you F it up, I can't just take dollar value for it. You, yeah. You're killing me on that one. Um, so it's just interesting to me. But yeah. the idea is incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's a dope it, idea. In, in the real estate space, it's, uh, you know, the equivalent of Fundrise. We're like, OK, we're going to allow Bang. you to buy, you know, a, a new condo development in Los Angeles and we'll handle all the work and we'll just pay you in profit. Yeah, so, and so. we'll send you an email about, you know, what it is. So it's to me, it's that idea in the crypto space. I think it's brilliant. Um, sure. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen a few case studies on it um, from like customers. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like to try. Um, I want to get to try it, but I think I would go the the personal approach, right? Sure. It, you know, I got the space, etc., yeah, and all that. Absolutely. But um, I just want to tinker with stuff. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could you could set it up with your laptop. You can download. Yeah, no, I want something more harder than that. No, yeah, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. But, just, but just for the basic mining experience, you can yeah. download true. a smart miner. There's a few different mining programs. True, true, true. Um, yeah, no, and I, literally just queue it up. I mean, you're gonna make up, you know, five pennies for the. I'll day. take a shot at an older device. Yeah. Like I don't need like the newest, latest. But yeah. let me see. Let me run it. Let me set it yeah. up. Let me. I, I want to also work with the electrical part of it. That's the yeah. weird part of me. It's like I don't have any electrical background. Mm -hmm. um, so obviously, I'm gonna get consulted and do it the right way. Yeah. Um, but. So Something about the, the, 
I don't know. Uh, somebody said it in a post the other day that I wasn't even talking and I was just a part of it and they took it off. Um, and it was basically where he was telling me, like, it's not worth it. Electricity. I was like, dude, I understand that. I just want to play with it. Yeah. Like, I'm willing to pay just to play with it, even mm -hmm. if I lose on it. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, ha. He answered back the perfect answer, which is like, ha. Sometimes it's just building something on your own and watching it do something. Yeah. That's the price in itself that you're willing to pay. Absolutely. And I think that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. I want to understand it. I'll pay in just to have the experience. Yeah. And if it turns into a lucrative thing, mm -hmm. fantastic. If it doesn't, then at least I could come here and mm -hmm. be able to cover that angle a little bit. Right? Yeah. Um, but th that's where I'm at with mining. Definitely much more open to it than I yeah. was a while ago. But it's just so much easier to buy Bitcoin and hold it. Yeah, true. That's the thing. It's it's So you can, if you got 10 grand, you can buy a, a really nice rig mm -hmm. that's going to create income for you, right? Um, or you can just spend 10 grand in Bitcoin this month and lock right. in that price at 60 K. And right? then that's like the property manager. Um, then you yeah. don't deal with the mining. Yep. You don't deal with the electrical. Yep. You don't yep. deal with the headaches, the software, the yep. learning curve, yep. uh, the potential that you do it wrong and mm -hmm. you lose whatever you get. Mm -hmm. uh, so th that's, that's to one me. Thing. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a way of just like to add to your dollar cost averaging. Yeah. Right. So if you're averaging, you know, 500 bucks a month or whatever yeah. with one of these rigs, it's going to double your average daily cost. Like sure. that you're buying into, you know what and I mean? And theoretical. We're all, we've talked about this in theory. Yeah, 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 in, yeah. in theory. So it's just another yeah. way to dollar cost average um, without having to come out of pocket like every month or whatever. That's, yeah, yeah so. that's a good, and, and I think historically, this is not just Bitcoin, but I think if you can just sell yourself something, mm -hmm. you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, like yeah, you could do I, loopholes. I, I, and I always, <laughs> I, I mean, and it comes down to the numbers. You know and having mean? a strategy, and, that's and so cool. Like, Here's an example. A lot of people are, <laughs> there are some people who are, you know, selling their vehicles right now, like American Hoddle. I think he just sold a vehicle. I think he sold his motorcycle. Sure. Uh, and all this stuff. And like, or, or a friend of mine, he has uh, rental properties. Yeah. He's taken out HELOCs on his properties. So he has extra equity built up in his property. He can take a loan out for 30 grand. And if he can make more money in the crypto space, buying a miner or buying Bitcoin, he can pay the difference in the interest. For sure. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, it's like... Yeah, but that's he has to sell it to himself that yeah, way, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then that's where information matters because, I mean, he's obviously successful. Yeah. But if he didn't know, he can do that. Yeah. Right? It, it, yeah, it's, it's you, just a numbers game. Man. Yeah, you, you got to watch us. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just get a lot of opinions and education Absolutely. and see, like, even in our conversations off the mic and stuff, yeah. just the way you seem to frame things out always seems to pull me out of my framing. Um, and it's just one of those things. You, you, you can never think like somebody else. Yeah. Uh, but you could definitely see where some people are coming from. Yeah. And then, like, uh, that that logic, like, the numbers I, I, add up. I, I try to just always bring it to numbers. So sure. here's an example. You have uh, a used vehicle. Say you owe 10 grand on it at 4%, right? In your mind, or whoever, right, they just want to get out of debt. Yeah. So if, some, if they're going to have 10 grand this year, in their mind, they want to pay off that car so they can be debt-free. Sure. Right? So their interest return on that is 4%. Right. Because that's what the interest is at on the loan. Right. Uh, and it's like, well, if you just buy Bitcoin with 10 grand, what will the return be? If yeah. It's a hundred, if Bitcoin doubles again this year, it's you're going to have 20 grand. Yeah. For doing nothing. The easiest. So thing. you'll have 96 percent more just buying Bitcoin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, do you want a 4 percent return? Yeah. And no debt, or do you want debt and a hundred percent return? But that's why the mining is hard. Yeah, that's because you can sell it, the mining numbers to yourself, which yeah. you, you've done, and I think I've done. Yeah. Um, but you see that right there, like that same argument can be yeah. used to say don't mine. 
Yeah. That return right there that you just said is like, why would I mine then? I could just buy Bitcoin and yeah. get this massive return. Yeah. That's why mining is a hard I'm, one. I'm at the point where I want to do both. I want to contribute oh, to yeah, Bitcoin yeah. by, I Security. mean, I, I told you before, like I was looking at rigs, but yeah. the, the issue is the GPUs are just sold out everywhere. That's so how people buy $500 graphic cards, resell them for 800, 900. And because everyone's trying to mine and add to their rig collection, yeah. the prices are just dumb. So with these other rigs, it's like, it's not anything that you would like buy or, You'd have like you wouldn't get these parts off eBay. Well, they resell on eBay, but gotcha. you wouldn't build an ant miner piece by piece off eBay. Is my right, point. right. Like, That'd be a bad idea, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So these are just you know bulletproof industrial machines, and yeah, I, you know having that in their custody to me, it's it's a no brainer. Yeah, no, it, it so. makes sense. Yeah, definitely in, in different ways. I have a reason um, underlining my whole philosophy on the mining and the reason I want to do it. Um, sometimes you can't put a price on privacy. Yeah. It's the only real way to get non-KYC Bitcoin mm -hmm. is to mine. Yeah. And I think that when that light bulb went off in my head, I found so many different use cases for non-KYC Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. I was like, and not only to hodl, of course, yeah. um, but you and I have talked about this. Individuals that want to be off the grid. Well, funny you should say that, good sir. Mm -hmm. I have some Bitcoin that I can sell you right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like that type of, just to make cost back. Um, but my thing is, is sometimes you don't put a price on privacy and sovereignty. And just like we, like, like you said, we contributed to the network in many different ways. Um, we should, mining should be one of those things that everybody should at least try, if you're willing to, of course. Um, but one of those things with, with the, that's what I, that's why I'm not going to talk about the other coins. Yeah. And, and and this is my thing. And this is because the Bitcoin community, Hornets, whatever the hell, the plebs. Cyber Hornets. Whatever you want to call it. I'm going to tell you what. The Bitcoin community is earning its keep. Because yeah. on, I've gone to Ethereum rooms. I've yeah. gone to NFT rooms, groups, et cetera. Yo, the Bitcoin guy, only in Bitcoin rooms do you hear security. Uh, you know, mining, like different philosophies, uh, and, uh, traders, right? Like so many different, and the, and the, and the other, if there were rooms, they're always just trying to find a way to get you to put money somewhere. It's mm. never about security. It's never about anything else, but Hey, this thing is cool. You should put your money here. Yeah. And then they use the bubble words. Cause this is about to do that. Other thing is a bubble and this thing's about to, and we're about to be Amazon cloud. Well, how are you not telling me how to keep my stuff safe, man? Why are we not yeah. having a conversation about hardware wallets? Because ledger takes Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Why are we not talking about how to save my Ethereum? I've never seen <laughs> Ethereum in a tweet and the word security. Yeah, because they could keep making it. So yeah. if you lose it, you don't feel so bad. You may yeah. lose some, right? And then this is why I don't want to have the, like I remember a few weeks ago we talked about how there was some toxicity and the shitcoin thing is kind of weird. I, I, I Shitcoins are still strong to me, but it makes perfect sense to me because it's like, the, the thing is this, they're trying to have conversations in a space where they can't have the conversation in. Yeah. And then their best thing is magic tricks. Like, well, it, this can do that. And it's like, well, that can also be done on the Bitcoin network and it's going to be done better. Yeah. And we've talked think, about that. I think what goes, and Mark Cuban talked about this when he was talking about Ethereum and Bitcoin and he was, he, he, he thinks Ethereum has a leg up on Bitcoin because it already has built in <laughs> utility where Bitcoin doesn't necessarily have utility in its base layer, but utility can be added to it. So I disagree with that. 
I, I know that's what he said. I'm not saying. Yeah, he said like it. I, so I, I understand his take on it, and I, and I think you know that's where these other coins come in. Like I'm thinking about what is it, Monero, where it's just like the privacy coin. Right. We're missing like, one major component in his theory, and Monero and any other coin is that once I lose it, I can't replace it. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you on that. He is wrong a yeah. thousand percent because people value scarcity. Absolutely. People don't give a crap about usability. Smart contracts. Because there's always going to be another use case for everything. Mm -hmm. There's always an, a better Google, a better whatever. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that there's going to be Ethereum 5, 6, 7, 8, 9.0s. Yeah. I don't value that. That's yeah. not valuable to me at all. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's the same thing as me buying an Apple or a Mac. Like, I'm, it, that's how fickle the relationship is. I'll yeah. bounce. Like, yeah. I'll go get get a Windows computer. Yeah. Right? And, I, and with Bitcoin, that conversation can't be, it doesn't happen. Right. And I think that's where shitcoins rightfully so deserves to be called shitcoins because it's not so much that Bitcoiners call them shitcoins. It's that that side, because they want to defend what they like, have to come over and make arguments that make no sense. Yeah. And when you come over and make arguments that make no sense, it's like, are you trolling? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, why are we having this conversation? Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, we can, we're still building on Bitcoin and we're doing it in a consensus way, not mm -hmm. in a Vitalik way. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he can't be the problem solver. We need to be the problem solvers. Yeah. So we can talk about business use case. We could talk about market flow. We could talk about blockchain. We could talk about a lot of different things. But when you're coming over here and you're telling me that we're talking about a really good thing, investment is a storage in time, right? That's what we're doing. We're putting money away. We're putting energy away for Come on, my, I can't pick the team that's not winning. Yeah. I can't pick the, the, the squad of five dudes when I got an army over here, mm -hmm. right, of something that's extremely hard to find. Yeah. And, and if I lose it, I'm not going to get it back, right, mm -hmm. which goes back to the trust thing. Their shit coins is not because that's something cool and, and catchy to say. It is, but it's not. Their shit coins because you have no power here. Yeah. Your just, technology they, means yeah, they, nothing they here. They pale in comparison. But that side wants you to convince you. Yeah. What the word blockchain and all this, that mm -hmm. it is a comparison. Yeah. So what happens is, Ben, is when you and I are like, huh, a lot of people, and I got this phone call yesterday. I was in a room with somebody who's really close to me who was like, yo, I'm trying to stake my Ethereum. Now, yeah. this person doesn't have a boatload of Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, and we know what's about to happen. The yeah. sat squeeze is about to go down. Yeah. So it's like, don't do that. I get that all the time, bro. Don't do that, yeah. right? And that, that's the thing. The Ethereum guys come out and they give this false hope. That's why they're called shitcoins, and rightfully so. I didn't know that. I just thought people were being toxic and shitcoins sounded cool. But yeah. there's a logic behind that word shitcoin. And then said, yeah. you guys have no power here. And for you to come here and give these arguments here, we're going to laugh you out the room. Yeah. Like, literally, metaphorically, you need to get out of here. This conversation can't happen here. Because, like I said, Bitcoiners, on their own time, I, nothing is free, but on their own time, are teaching us about security, are teaching mm -hmm. us about sovereignty, are teaching us about politics, are teaching us about finances, are teaching us everything across the board. Mm -hmm. And all this information is free. Yeah. Try to find that on Ethereum. You said it. You've never seen it. You're a shitcoin because you deserve to be a shitcoin, not yeah. because we're calling you one. Yeah. I just wanted to try to hit yeah, no, on that topic. I, I, I've never looked at Ethereum. You know, I've never seen it with the word security. I've never heard, you know, philosophy yeah. around it or, or anything. Like when right. I'm listening to Michael Saylor talk about the philosophy and history of money yeah. and how Bitcoin solves these money problems. Like I've never heard an Ethereum argument. You can't make that Even, even like I, I think we've talked about how, you know, smart contracts would be great and use cases for them. Yeah. But I've, I haven't heard much of that from, you know, them or seen it on Twitter. Yeah, no, nah, uh -huh. nah, they, they're still working on the transition to 2.0. And yeah. then something's happening this July where they're moving the field goal post again. I don't know. I can't speak on it because I'm not on yeah. that. But it's like, once again, when do we get stable? 
Yeah. Like, when is it that we start building these monsters? Because Bitcoin started as nothing too, right? Yeah. So, but it was always been the same from the beginning, that very base layer. And then the smart track thing, the smart contract thing goes away because, like, you and I spoke about the oracles, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the stuff that they're the building. Yeah, it's, it's an oracle that handles the multi-sig. But, yeah, it's this stuff that Bitcoin already had natively that now there's, they're scaling and we have mm -hmm. use case for it. So it, it's just very strange to me and, and harmful to me when a, a close friend of mine will come to me and basically be like, yo, I only have hold so much money. I want to stake Ethereum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it all the time, bro. I know. I think people look at also at Bitcoin and they're like, yo, if one coin's 60000 and I got 500 to invest, like, right, right. I can buy one-fourth of an Ethereum. Yeah. Or I can buy one, you know, 30th of, or yeah. one-sixtieth of, not even, one-one-twentieth of yeah. one Bitcoin. So that's, that's I, I, one, I, I think, like, that might put people off, or, or some people still don't know that you can't, that you can buy, yep. you know, a fraction of a Bitcoin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that to me, that kept me away from Bitcoin for so long. Yeah. Same here. Where it, like I didn't Google it. I just assumed like, Oh, so I don't know. I don't know why we assume that. I, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't really till this run that we started hearing sats and stuff like that yeah. too. So I know they've always existed. I just think it got really catchy to yep. do that. So that's yep. what helped. Um, but yeah, if anybody watching this show thinks that I have enough to buy a whole full Bitcoin, you're not watching closely <laughs> enough. <laughs> but yeah, you, you stack sats, you get Bitcoin, right? Yeah. So uh, that that's that's just one of those things. Once again, I, I that's why I want to be specific with my words when I say Bitcoin, as to when I'm talking about crypto, as to because the solutions that Bitcoin is solving. Either on accident or by design, mm. you know, some people can make the argument that it kind of just bumped into what it's doing or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's solving something that the other coins, all of them can't solve. Right. Um, and that's important. And, you know, you just have to look at the price tag to know that I'm not lying. I'm mm -hmm. not making this stuff up. Just look at the price. I yeah. mean, everybody agrees. It's a consensus thing. I'm not yeah. making it $60,000. Right. Um, so I, I, I did want to poke into that because lately I'm like, shit coins make sense. Uh, I still don't drop it like that, mm -hmm. but I feel confident understanding when somebody's coming to troll in yeah. to say, Hey man, like you, 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 the Hornets, right? Like yeah, you're coming yeah. into an area here where you, yeah. you, you is that meme that, that I see from Lord of the Rings where it's like, you have no power here. You, you don't have the strength to come and have this, but they do. Yeah. They come in. I've, I've heard them in rooms. I've seen them in like, like tweets and comments, yeah. like the Ethereum guys, Hornets are out here too. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, is they're, they're footing their way to a tool instead of having the you know the breed loves of the world right? like right. having these figures that are like not footing they're giving you information yeah um ethereum is just way too early and listen it's supposed to replace uh supercomputers right amazon cloud computing and all that mm -hmm. that's fair i'm not an investor in amazon yeah or cloud computing right so that just shows how much i care about that yeah, i just yeah, don't yeah. care about that right uh, on the other hand thankfully to the breed loves of the world and all that we found this thing that can now transform life mm -hmm. and change everything around and change the change decisions change creativity change do it's a shit coin yeah it's a shit coin yeah. it doesn't mean don't invest i'm not an investor make your money do what you got to do watch out for the taxes on that back and forth swap um but i i'm i'm good yeah 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 i, I stay away. i don't i don't think it's even newsworthy i do want to talk to somebody about nfts yeah, that'll be a dope combo. Um, but that's about as far as I go. With I'm Ethereum. still on that. Like when we talked about NFTs in the source files, it, is it dead? Bro, it's dead. There, it's... there has to be like a multi-sig that holds data. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, where, I, I don't where, know. I don't know. You take physical possession of it, or or you have a seed phrase and it lives on the blockchain, like a like but Bitcoin it, or something. What has to have, you have to if you haven't yeah read the article or listen to the article on Bitcoin Audible. Shout out to Guy Swan. Bitcoin Audible is fantastic. Uh, some people don't like to read. He just reads them for you. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, check that out. Um, but I read it. Uh, Gigi's article, Bitcoin in Time. He talks about that. He's like, look, the problem is, is that there's no way for us to be able to verify that of the image, like that it mm. wasn't copied or yeah. whatever. There's just no even if you put it in a multi-sig how do i know right and then he talks about like this is kind of going south here but uh and i'm paraphrasing but he talks about like why when you know fugitives get kidnapped the kidnapper uses a newspaper as the timestamp, right because the news is the only thing you can't foreshadow and predict mm -hmm. those events haven't happened yet mm -hmm. so if you have a newspaper it's the best verification that the Look other time. side can see that this is legit time and this is legit happening mm -hmm. so with an NFT, you're not getting that type of transparency and the verification. So, yeah, I mean, I know you heard it. I've heard it. A lot of people are paying a lot of money for nothing. Yeah. And and I've heard the people argue back, well, I like it, and that's all that matters. Sure. Okay. Cool, but I can still point out yeah. that you're paying for air. Yeah. Like if somebody said, yo, this balloon right here got rare oxygen. Yo, they, they sell crazy stuff, bro. I think um, uh, you've always talked. I, I think it was Two Chains was on a show with someone. I remember who, that? It was like a YouTube show. I, I think so. And they, were, like they were expensive. selling air or something, right? It's like Canadian oh, I, air. I or, just know he had that show where he would try like super expensive shit. Yeah, like it was I think like a, that was. I think it was one of those. Like a thousand dollar burger or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But they had I, something like that. Literally, I think with like air from like a certain country. I I so. get it. And, I, and you, we and you and I have, have had this back and forth because we talked about sneakers. We talked about a lot of stuff. I yeah. get it. I do. I buy stuff that I really like too. Yeah. Um, to me, it's just there's there, there's a limit to that exposure, right? Like there's yeah. there's a there's a weirdness to that that you, at least you have to acknowledge. And if you don't acknowledge it, you might have a problem. Yeah. Um, and if somebody comes to you, you can't be in denial enough when somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, man, you bought this microphone, but there's nothing inside of that microphone. You just bought the microphone." And you didn't know that. You can't be egotistical enough to be like, nah, but that's what I wanted. You have to admit, like, damn, I got yeah, played. Got me. Got me. Yeah. Nobody's saying got me. Everybody's yeah. trying to, like, lean into it. Like, nah, yeah. but this is dope thing that I can, in virtual reality land, I can pull it out. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so for your sake because it's not worth what yeah. these guys are paying for. I feel bad. We're creators. We want to take advantage of this stuff. And back to the Ethereum shysters, mm -hmm. hornets. They're selling on people's need to try to make money. Yeah. And a lot of these NFT um, groups, comments, stuff that I've been seeing is more like a come in, pay to come in, be your creator. Like they're, mm -hmm. they're hitting that pain point. And that's very charlatanish because you're yeah. not telling that creator what's happening on the other side. Yeah. Some may win and some have. A lot are going to lose. And yeah. It's going to be very painful. Um, that can only help Bitcoin in my ex you know, people are just going to come to Bitcoin but nobody should have to go through that experience um, and if you want to go back to Vitalik again that's up to him and his leadership to yeah, kind of put a, put, a, put a rein on that like it's open source but you guys can't be playing people either yeah. um, but anyways that's a completely different thing uh, we talked about the, the, the mining and why KYC mining um, it's worth the price right to, yeah. to, to not have that KYC uh, the $5 wrench attack, I have it here. That's the reason KYC is good. Um, and just to go through that one really quick, a $5 wrench attack is the theory that if you dox yourself, which means you give your information online, your address or something, somebody could come to your house because they know you have Bitcoin, and literally with a $5 wrench, they could, <laughs> in theory, they could come rob you is what the point is. So non-KYC Bitcoin by mining, by hodl-hodl peer-to-peer, uh, and just by knowing somebody that's going to sell you some Bitcoin, 
um, just gives you more privacy. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think this is all about privacy. Absolutely. Uh, hence crypto. Um, so that was the $5 wrench attack. Um, you have FinCEN director who was pushing for KYC. Oh, I have that. Sorry. For all hardware wallets are stepping down. Um, the, the article said that that's a huge victory for Bitcoin. But I think that was a strong headline because there's nothing nobody can do about what's happening on the Bitcoin network. Yeah. I've gotten past that point. Yeah. You could say that the wallets can't be sold, like the hardware physical wallets, but that's about it. And mm-hmm. if I already have my 24C phrase, that's fine. These yeah. software guys, you can go get a Bitcoin Core, which is the wallet that is highly recommended, Bitcoin Core wallet, and have it all software. You don't need a hardware wallet, for say. Mm. The hardware wallet just became a thing because people like physical yeah. you know, devices to try to prove things to them, that they locked their money up or whatever. Um, so go ahead, step down, step up, put legislation, stop these hardware wallets. The Bitcoin network is still going to live, yeah. as we've talked about plenty of times. Um, I did have that in there. You know, we talked about Ethereum charlatans, and I'm not going to compare them to one of these. Let's talk about Pomp, man. Yeah, what did he do recently? He did a few things he recently. Just, he designed he got, a course. He got the hornets on his ass. That's yeah, what he I got. Saw um, and, 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 I saw the memes. And, and you know, listen, Pomp is, is very vocal for us Bitcoiners. Mm. So I don't want to take that away from him. He's a very smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you said it before we started recording. Is that what it takes to be rich? Yeah. Um, it's just the used car salesman thing never works. It's sleazy. Yeah. It's why I don't like Grant Cardone. Yeah. It's why I don't like a lot of these people. Because it's like, look, I get you get money. I understand yeah. that. We solve problems. That's what we do. Capitalistic. Got it. I'm not hating on that one bit. But you can do that and not be the car salesman. Yeah. There's been plenty of examples of people that have done it. Yeah. So to me, it just rubs me off the wrong way when so you're... Go ahead. He, I'm sorry. He, he launched the course, right, for newbies. He did a bunch of stuff, but yeah, let's okay. go with that one. He, uh, um, yeah, I don't know if it was for newbies. I, okay. I'm thinking it's the older crowd. Okay, my opinion. Yeah, when, but when I read it, I thought it was for like people new to the space and people looking to get like employed in the space. So that's why I'm thinking it's for older people because gotcha. it was in Florida, a, and I don't see a newbie paying a thousand dollars. Yeah, sure. especially when you got Bitcoin Twitter. Right. That's absolutely free. Yeah. Um. So I think it's like for like middle age in the space, older people to mm-hmm. try to learn about cryptocurrencies right not bitcoin bitcoin is in there i'm sure but he's trying to do the cryptocurrencies thing uh and it was like a three-week thing yeah i I also don't see a newbie wanting to do something for three weeks like that yeah i could be wrong so i think his audience if i were to guess is like you know maybe 40 and up yeah yeah like 40 and up you know all the people in the space uh somebody broke down the numbers it's a pretty easy number he said he wanted to help ten thousand people that's a thousand a pop that's what a hundred thousand something like that hundred million a hundred mil right what was a thousand versus a thousand times a thousand a person times a hundred no. Or times 100,000. Times 10,000. Okay. That's 100,000? Uh, should be a million. A Either way, it don't matter. I don't want to count his pockets. Yeah, I don't yeah, count yeah. people. <laughs> That's not my place. And we all got to make money somewhere. Yeah. But it's just, it's just, you know, once again, man, we, we know what this is about. We know about this fight that we're about to take on. Some people don't want that philosophy. Some people really do like the asset of it. Yeah. And and whatever. But I to me, is you can't stick your feet on both sides of the fence. And I think he does that too much. Yeah. Just lean into the investors, man. That's okay. Like, yeah. the, the, I don't get the whole, like, I'm an investor hardcore, but now I want to be a pleb. Like, you don't need to be a player. You're not a yeah, player, like, yeah, you're no. obviously. Yeah. So it's like, he does that a lot. Yeah. And he goes both times. Um, and I just think people just like me, I just sour in the mouth about it. I'm not mad at the dude. Like, yeah, it's yeah. The, I still think he brings valuable points up. Sure. Um, I think he's His one newsletter's of, good. And one of the podcasters that I think has an episode, like, every day. I mean, he, the, he's a hardcore podcaster. Yeah. He, a he might be on, guy. like, one or two a day. I, I think it's one a day, but even that's impressive, right? Yeah. But it's... That's pop, cool, cool stuff. Um, it's just just lean into your audience, know who your audience is. Yeah. Uh, but I think his relationships don't allow him to be a pleb, even if he wanted to. Yeah. 
because you know you're trying to maybe sell some Ethereum products and then you can't. So he's well general, but that's all, man. Just be careful. Not be careful. Do what you want. But it, if you don't want to get harmed and harassed, I think it's one of those things. Stop stepping in both sides. You just got to lean in heavy to like, hey, I'm a top dog here, mm. um, and that's cool. Like a Cuban of the world or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. I don't see Mark Cuban trying to be a pleb. Nah. I don't see Elon Musk trying to be a pleb. Nah. None of these guys care about that stuff. Yeah. So he should just lean into him, and I think. He wants to be the meme guy so much, and he wants to be the cool guy so much that he just keeps stepping in both. That's yeah. just my opinion. Man. I agree. Yeah, what you think, man? Yeah, no, I mean, so he's obviously put out a lot of free content uh, in the Bitcoin space. Sure. He podcasts like few on this earth do. Yeah. Right? He's yeah. always creating content. He's always on the news. If he creates a $1,000 course and it's just an intro to Bitcoin, all right, that's kind of lame. Um, Super. If it's a intro to Bitcoin combined with, you know, we're going to help you get a job in the crypto space or we're yeah. going to teach you some skills. And then it lines up with his, you know, pomp cryptojobs.com or whatever he has. Sure. Like if I spend a thousand bucks and then all of a sudden I'm in a six month course or program to get hired as a engineer at, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, I think that's dope from a, a vocational standpoint. Um, if it's just straight an intro to Bitcoin, like spend 15 bucks and get the Bitcoin standard by safety yeah. and like, it's yeah. going to exceed probably anything pomp would create because yeah. safety is just a genius go to, man. Go to sailor Academy. Or go to sailor Academy for free. Um, this is why he was getting killed by the Hornets. No, I, I saw it. I saw yeah, it. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I saw and to his credit, he, it is crypto. He didn't yeah. say Bitcoin a lot, but gotcha. we expect that. And it's just that we, he, we preach about sovereignty. We preach yeah. about that stuff. I got another one for you. Yeah. Um, I think it was around the time when the you know the the GameStop thing happened and all that, mm -hmm. where he went on this tangent about trying to express um, how inflation is ruining the lower half of the community. Right? He did a few podcasts about that. He yeah. did a newsletter about that. He did all that stuff. My man, do you think that crowd could afford a thousand dollar course? Probably not. Yeah. And that's cool. He's yeah. gonna say, "Well, I'm not targeting them." Fantastic. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. But once again, we're going back and forth here. Now mm -hmm. we're talking about. How the bottom, you know, half is getting killed, and how inflation is killing them, or whatever. Yeah. But you completely didn't do much for them besides the free podcast, which I would argue that the guests are bringing the value, not necessarily pop sure. themselves. But anyways, you're giving this free content, you're bringing these guests on. That's fantastic. But you did nothing for that. To tangibly lend a hand. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure you got a lot of subs for that newsletter. Right. Yeah, so you probably over a hundred thousand. Just for that, because it is a good argument. It's a valid argument yeah. of what's happening with inflation and how the bottom half can't afford it, all that. But you did nothing for that. And then the next most public thing that you do is a $1,000 cryptocurrency course. Yeah. When you and I both know everything we've learned about crypto has been from peers, yeah. which is the way it should be. Mm -hmm. It's just salty. It's just yeah. weird. Um, and he's living his best life. He could give two shits about what Ben and Jose got to say or anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. But character. Character determines, for, you know, your ending in, in mm -hmm. every story. Um, and that's just something he has to be comfortable with. And if he's yeah. comfortable with, fantastic. But, yeah, he should have expected that the Hornets were coming. Yeah. And if he didn't, then he's blind. But yeah. that's all it is. But he does do stuff, especially on how he feels about it. Because I know, I know people were adding him with memes. I think he'll take the high road and say, I, I'm kind of too big to be dealing with y'all anyways. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't help his argument. Yeah. yeah, and and then the people were calling him for like the, uh, <laughs> which listen, I have a little history of marketing, so I get, um, mm. it, it, but like his like pre like scripted messaging or whatever mm. that they reposted, mm -hmm. and it's like, dude, are you even there? Mm -hmm. Like, this is somebody who's taking care of your social media, and yeah. I'm over here trying to derive value from a guy who's not even behind the page. Yeah, 
it's just weird. I like pomp. I do. Uh, I there's something for you know being good at what you do. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm worth that. The newsletter's fantastic. I even like what his wife is doing. Her newsletter's fantastic. Um, so there's a lot of good things coming from that camp. Yeah. But, but this one wasn't good in him. This yeah, is this yeah, is yeah. this is the L for you, good sir. Yeah. He's gonna have to sit with that. <laughs> we, we should do like uh, the L of the week. I'm Who with takes you. the biggest loss. We gotta give a right. W too, though. Yeah, 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 biggest win, biggest loss. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the L. That's a thousand percent. That. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Pomp, you got the first L ever. First L ever. <laughs> Talking in bits. We respect you. Maybe you should come on the show. <laughs> so, um, SEC commissioner says you can't ban Bitcoin yeah. without banning the internet. Hit mm-hmm. me. Um, listen, a lot of people are still scared that Bitcoin isn't going to work out. Right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. 2017, 2018, the price goes up to 20 grand and then comes back down to 10. Oh, it's a bubble. I told you they took everybody's money. Like people still don't understand that Bitcoin makes you sovereign over your government, over your nation state, over... You know, a lot of different things. Yes, sir. Um, over, you know, privacy issues. And they don't understand the benefits of Bitcoin. They just look at it as a number. And so people are still waiting, um, you know, for Bitcoin to fail. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't, I don't, I, at what point or at what price point do people say, all right, you know, Bitcoin's too big to fill. It's a hundred grand. It's yeah. 500 grand. Yeah. It's a million dollars. And sometimes it's a celebrity, right? They're waiting for their favorite investor or yeah. their favorite, you know, X, Y, whatever person to say that they like it. And then yeah. they'll kind of be like, oh, I've liked it too. Um, and that's cool. I think we've all had a point where, you know, and we needed something to happen for it to happen. But, um, yeah, you're living under a rock right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, there's, if you haven't bought in yet, if you still think it's a scam, just read the Bitcoin standard sure. and then look at who's invested in Bitcoin. Yeah. Tesla's bought Bitcoin. Right, Cities right. are buying Bitcoin. States are buying Bitcoin. Countries yeah. are buying Bitcoin. Countries are going to be mining Bitcoin to hodl. Um, Those are so, all signals. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. All these signals point one direction, and so it's just a matter of time. Um, but you know, when with someone in that position in the SEC, like to yeah. say stuff like that, that's a huge green light. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, that's a whole weird. That, I'm not into politics like that. And that whole like ladder of thing. It still has to go through Congress, right? Like if they were to try to like ban or to try to do yeah. something. So it would yeah. still have to go through like the Congress. Yeah. You no can't. Conflict. You can't ban it unless you ban the internet. Right. And they're screwed. They're gonna kill themselves. And again, yeah. with Starlink going into space yeah. and literally computers can, that are gonna be in space, they're gonna run Bitcoin, bro. I, I, that's he's, insane. He's a holler himself. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't he? Right. I, yeah, well, did you hear? Um, I didn't hear much about it, um, but I do respect his word. Um, did you hear Peter Thiel's whole thing, what he was talking about? I where he was kind of giving that, um, that you know, hey, you, you guys better get up on it because China's on your ass. Like, China's already doing that. this. Yeah. yeah, he gave, like, a, what I kind of took as a subliminal to the U.S., like, without directly speaking to anybody in the mm-hmm. U.S., to kind of say, like, um, this would be the one you lose if you're late to this party. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the one that will, this whole... You know, empire thing that you got going on. If they get on this bag before you guys do, see you later. The U.S. Department of Defense, like fiscal budget, is insane. Oh, yeah. If they took some of that it's and allocated it to, you know what? We're going to set up Bitcoin mining spaces. Yeah. yeah. Across the U.S., across the world, whatever, in the U.S. possession. Like, take a hundred million, take a hundred billion. If they spent a hundred billion, on like hiring miners, like engineers to oversee everything. Yeah. And then, you know, getting the facilities, the United States would create so much Bitcoin. 
Absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they probably wouldn't have to buy it. They could just like give just tax breaks to the miners. Exactly. Are, yeah, yeah. They, they, could, they could just they could, earn they it. They could finesse the deal and earn Bitcoin every day. But, you know, like uh, Max Kaiser talked about this, you know, the hash wars are going to be countries yeah. are going to be battling for who can, you know, mine more Bitcoin and buy more Bitcoin to be the sovereign. You know, yeah. So. so yeah, Peter Thiel was basically saying that, and we could wrap up on this one. We're yeah. about to hit forty-five minutes, but Peter Thiel was basically—that's what I got from it. I, I mean, I'm not a genius, but I kind of knew that. I yeah. mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, the yeah. last yeah. space that gets into this space is going to be, but now it's just fun to be able to watch. Um, will the U.S. slip? Will they fall yeah. on their face because of their ego, or mm-hmm. will they actually get their stuff together and understand that? I'm of the belief. Uh, you know, we we both read the Sovereign Individual that yeah. like the nation states aren't going to be what they were when we were kids. You yeah. know, by the time we die. Yeah. Right. The the nation state will lose its grip. It'll lose its power. Um, taxes will lower everywhere. Right. And sovereign individuals who hodl Bitcoin and have their own resources yeah. will be, you know, represented by a collective group that shares similar beliefs. Yeah. Versus, oh, you guys live on the same space geographically and yeah. your politics have to align this way. It's like, nah, I don't need to do that based on geography at all. I need to align with people who share my values. Absolutely. And we're going to be our own squad and the hoodies run it and you just like, you're sovereign. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's a great world. That's a great world to be in. Uh, yeah. Probably a scary one to be in at first because what we're yeah. used to. But it's still it's still fun to see change. Um, and, and damn it, man, who knows if we'll even be around for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all speculation. Yeah, all speculation. All speculation. Yeah, but yeah, now this wraps up another episode. This is 15? 15. 15. Guys, 15. thank you much for joining us. As always, we're going to hit you with these conversations every week. Only if you rate, share, and subscribe so we can see that you guys love, that you guys care. Any of the links below will sponsor this show and be able to help us out so we can keep this thing going on. We appreciate you guys as always. You can catch us in the podcast index, Lightning Powered. Uh, We're trying to live up to the Bitcoin name. We're trying to give you guys the best information, and with your guys' support is the only way we can have that. So until next time, guys, episode 16. We're at 15. Peace. Well, see them in 16. (laughs) Later, guys.